Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Red Sox Review, and it starts right now. Here's your host, Cooper Boardman on WEEI. Raymond way off the line and way behind Devers, so Rafi will probably run again on this pitch. Really no reason not to. He's got a huge lead, almost a third of the way to second base. He runs, swing and a miss, and a slider away. Duvall strikes out, and the Dodgers take game one of this series. The final score, Los Angeles 7 and Boston 4. And there you go. That was the final score here tonight. Sean McDonough on the call. Cooper Boardman back with you here live from Fenway Park. It is Red Sox Review. As, uh, boy, just a, uh, just another frustrating night for this team on uh, off the momentum of the four games in Houston, particularly the, the two wins at the end there. And you, know, you walk into tonight, you take a 3-0 lead. And, uh, well, the Dodgers <laughs> kind of did tonight to the Red Sox what they have done to most teams all year long. They win their 79th game. Could you imagine that? Cooper Boardman here with you. We got Taz back inside our WEEI studios. Uh, I am with you for the next 15, 20 minutes. We're going to do Red Sox for 15 to 20 here. We'll get into what you want to talk about. Um, we'll, we'll get to Alex Cora, the manager, in a moment. Recap the night that was the Mookie Betts uh, farewell, salute, hello, salute, whatever you want to call it, uh, as they welcomed him back for the first time here to Fenway Park on it. A, a genuinely emotional night. Uh, for a number of guys, particularly Mookie, who watched in earnest uh, when they put the tribute video up, uh, took his helmet off and saluted every single portion of Fenway Park, it felt like, uh, when he stepped out of the box right before the first pitch of the ball game. All that was wonderful, and then the game started, and the Red Sox went up 3 nothing, and then the Dodgers scored 7 of the next eight runs. So we'll get into all that, how that unfolded, what we take away, how you move forward Saturday, Sunday, as the wild card race continues to burn with hot fire. And then uh, we'll do that for 15, 20, and then Fitzy and Hart have you after that. Six rings getting you uh, what you need to know after the Patriots preseason game in Tennessee tonight. No Mac Jones, no problem. We got everything that you need to know on that front as well. Uh, but from the Red Sox perspective, and we're about to hear from Alex Cora, hear what he has to say about the whole you know, bit of the night. Um, you know, there there are a few ways to go with this, and really the story of the game does tell uh, maybe the places that you want to pick apart, right? Alex Verdugo homers to, be, to begin the, the first inning on the Red Sox offensive side. 
you could see there was fire in his eyes as he rounded first base on a night that's all about Mookie. He made it early on a night about you know being one of the guys who came back. And then second inning, Tristan Casas singles. Trevor Story, first home run of the year over the Monsters. First home run since September the 4th of last year. And it felt at that point the Red Sox were going to romp all over Lance Lynn. But the Dodgers star, remember this is somebody who really struggled in Chicago with the White Sox. They traded for him at the deadline. He's now not lost since, and he settled in from that point. You would never say he was dominant three, four, five, six, uh, and and beginning the seventh. But y- you would say that he was effective because he didn't give up any runs. He scattered hits, and he did not, from outside of a double by Reese McGuire in the fourth inning, get beat by the extra base hit. And that was something he was destroyed on in Chicago. It is something that when teams have had success against him with the Dodgers they have been able to put forward against him and tonight the Red Sox not that the two home runs don't count as extra base hits but they were early and there was just not much after that beyond that Red Sox didn't get the key swing with runners in scoring position even from a singles perspective they were one for eight with runners in scoring position and it was not really a particularly good combination in this ball game because uh, you know, uh, the Dodgers are the Dodgers, right? Three in the sixth, three in the seventh, and then one more late adds up to a, a Dodger win here tonight. We'll parse through exactly uh, some of this. Uh, Cutter Crawford's great night. Nick Pavetta's not-so-great night. Some of the bullpen struggles. The base-running gaff by Connor Wong in the eighth inning that changed the complexion of this game. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about it with you. 617-7797-937. 617-7797-937. And uh, 37 937 on the text line as well. But uh, before we get to you, before we get into my thoughts on the night, let's get you quickly to Alex Cord, the manager of the Boston Red Sox, following the 7-4 loss tonight against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Location-wise, he was off. Um, we're, we're asking a lot out of him. Um, where we were in the bullpen today, you know, we, we needed him to go multiple innings. Um, you know, we've, I felt like there. Smith is a good matchup for him and then go, but first breaking ball was he hung it and Smith put a good swing. And location one, he, he was off. Uh, the fastball to Kike was supposed to be up. It was down. There was another fastball there. So, you know, like, I mean, it's part of it, right? He's not, he's not perfect. And uh, you know, we, we had to push him today because of where we at. But, uh, I mean, effort-wise, he was great. It's just one of those that we needed. We're trying to push uh, Cutter to give us a little bit more so we can bridge the game and get to, to the ninth inning. Did you think of the two hits he gave up in the start of the sixth? Did you think he had kind of hit the wall there? It's, it's, there's a balance, right? And, uh, you know, we always talk about the 80 pitches. And, then, you know, the first pitch to Mookie, I don't think it was it was bad, you know. They're they're such good hitters, you know, and uh, uh, obviously they put pressure on us right away, and uh, it just couldn't stop it, you know. It's kind of like we talk about Houston and Baltimore, uh, Toronto. It's kind of like fast break offense. Uh, Atlanta, when they get going, it's hard to stop them, um, and we weren't able to to do it today. 
Yeah, I, I was just talking to, to Connor. Um, you know, as soon as we hit it, you know, it's, it's a line driver with the second baseman, and you know, he felt he had a good jump. But in that situation, you got to remember who's in front of you. And then, obviously, you know, it's not a great play, but it's one that you, you talk about it, right? Especially in the situation we were in. Um, you know, his run, yeah, it means something, but we just got to make sure, you know, we know who's in front of us. And, uh, you know, he put the head down and kept going. And when he looked up, you know, it was too late. And so with, with Crawford back out for the six, that's largely a reflection of the match. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's some guys that we use a lot in that road trip. And one more day will be great for them. Uh, is it perfect? No, it's not. You know, we know where we're at. But at the same time, um, if, you, if you're not smart enough, you know, whatever you gain today, as far as like trying to, to use them, then you're going to lose for the next, uh, what we got, two, we got five, five more in a row. So it, it's a tough one, uh, I, you know, to put Nick in that situation. Obviously, we know when we're going to use him again. Uh, we get some guys back tomorrow, and hopefully we can uh, get back and start and win again. He's, he's in a good place. Uh, I, I think even the ball he hit the other way, although he was a little bit uh, in front, out in front, there's intention, right? He's not loopy. He's straight to the baseball. He's comfortable now. Even la the last at bat, he took the first pitch, and then he went after it. I love the fact that he's been aggressive in that first pitch of the game. That's something we always talk about. It's not easy to hit down in the count, and a lot of teams were going right after him. And he understands what he needs to do to, to you know, give that a bat for the team, but he can actually do that, you know, a one nothing us, and we'll take that at bat with one pitch. So he, he's feeling good. He's moving well. He's into it, which is great. Uh, we were joking today with him. We always find ways to kind of, like, push him, you know, and we were like, you were like the throwing of the trade, you know, like, uh, and uh, he started laughing, and I know it means a lot to play against them too. You know, we didn't talk about him before the game, but uh, he had a great game today. Um, the story swing to, to see him get. Wow, that was like, I mean, hands inside, good swing. The other one a little bit too quick, but that was a good swing and a good pitch. Um, you know, he he feels he looks better. He looks better at the plate, more conviction, taking pitches uh, in certain areas. So uh, hopefully now that he's you know, got his feet wet. He's been playing a lot here at the big league level. We can get the closest version of uh, Trevor Story. And there he was, Alex Gore, the manager of the Boston Red Sox after the loss tonight against the Dodgers. Red Sox review, 617-7797-937, 617-7797-937, Remind you, just programming-wise here, we, we're, we're like 10 minutes away. And uh, Fitzy and Hart are going to have the Six Rings Patriots postgame show next. So uh, if you got your calls or you got your texts, get them in right now. We're going to talk about it, and I'll go rapid fire for as, as fast and as much as uh, as you would like to. So I got some thoughts on Alex Gore. I got some thoughts on the ball game, but I want to get to you first. So let's do that now. Um, and we're going to hit the phone lines, and uh, I'm going to go one by one here. We will start in Portsmouth. We've got Liam on the line. Liam, you are on the air tonight on Red Sox Review. Hey, thank you. Um First, you know, first things first, this little league base running has got to stop. You are putting yourself in a situation now where you can move one back of the Blue Jays, get yourself within two and a half of the Astros, 
and we're constantly making base running mistakes. They take the bat right out of Devers' hand. Devers would have been up with the bases loaded. Um, but another thing on, on pitching management, um, you know, I, I'm not going to go against Pavetta here because Pavetta pitched five innings in New York on Sunday, and then on two days rest he came in and had a great outing in Houston. Um, and then he comes in today. I think he's being used a little too much right now. And, you know, it, it, I'm not surprised that there were some hangers there considering how much they've been using him. Yeah, and Liam, I, I, it's a good point. And just to start, right, the base running aspect of it. And I, this is like talking about errors. Like, I, I, I sit here and I have words for everything there is to say. And I, I don't even know what to say about the base running. I appreciate the call as well. Uh, you know, because it's it's like it's just like airs, like do better. You know, there it's not that they're not trying to do better. Alex Cora made this joke to Will Fleming the other day about the airs, and I think it rings true for the base running too. Like, if you guys have any ideas, we'll take them. It's not like the Red Sox don't know. It's not like the the, the they're not drilling infield and outfield defense, and it's not like they don't talk about base running. But at the end of the day, it's kind of a zero to one deal, right? Like you either do it or you don't. And they have not. And and it's it's those are two areas of the game where if you are a team that is trying to win in the margins and you are in a tight playoff race the way the Red Sox are right now, where every single little moment matters. And Liam, you just said this and it's just I, I'm really just repeating what you're saying because there's not there's not that much more to say about it. It just has to be better. And the, the truth about it, the real truth about it, is the teams that run the bases the best are the teams that win the most games. The team that takes the most extra bases in baseball this year, between like one more base going first to third, is the Atlanta Braves. Isn't that surprising, right? Best team in baseball. That's a good example of it. The other teams that are in that category are the Rays, the Orioles, uh, the, the Brewers, teams that are in playoff, genuine playoff conversations, and then some teams that are fast. That's the truth about it. And so, you know, it just... It can't be that way, and, and and certainly again, this team knows it, but um, but it 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 has to change. On the Pavetta deal, you know, it is interesting, right? Because he was he was amazing in New York. They asked, you know, something of him that they did not plan on asking uh, the other night uh, in Houston because of what happened with Kenley Jansen, and so you're kind of looking up and down, high leverage inning. Uh, needing to make sure this game gets to extra innings. You know, who do you trust the most? Well, it's the golden arm, right, of Nick Pavetta. You know, that said is you are asking him to do a lot of different things that he has never done before. And so what you're doing here, and again, I don't mind going to him in this situation. I don't mind going to his quality of stuff in this moment, you know, against the team of this caliber. But, you know, you you're just kind of finding out on the fly what will happen because it's something that he's never done before. Uh, all right, we're going to keep going rapid fire. I got like four minutes. Um, we're going to go to Wally. Wally in Fall River. Wally, you're on the air. Yeah, what's up, Cooper? I really thought we were going to win this game. We get the three old leagues. Trevor Story finally hits a uh, home run. But the Dodgers are a hot club. Uh, no one's mentioned they're 19 and 3, I think, in their last, what, two or three weeks. And the yep, rest of the <laughs> I know. I mean, but you have to go and credit. They're a lot better team than Red Sox. 
They, uh, you know, they, they just seem to gel. I mean, Pedro mentioned it on the radio tonight. What killed us during the season is our defense. You know, we've had 10 second basemen, 10 shortstops, but the Dodgers are just a better team. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be an uphill battle. We had, a, like I said, we had a little chance tonight. We had 14 hits, but uh, it just didn't work out. You get 14 hits, you'd figure you'd get more than four runs, but... Uh, They've, they've got a real tough lineup. If you look at Freddie Freeman, what a bargain he is. I think that's the best uh, free agent signing of the of uh, the last 10 years. I mean, they're getting their money's worth out of him. But it's going to be an uphill climb. Uh, you know, we're going to have to win eight or nine in a row, Coop, to make up some ground. Yeah, no, you're right about it. Well, I appreciate it. Appreciate your thoughts, as always. I mean, I, and I don't think it's going to take eight or nine. It's going to take good ball, right? Like, it's going to take, you know, seven and three over ten game spurts because the teams ahead of you have played good ball. And you're right. I mean, you know, you look up at those standings and you say, you just got to kind of keep on winning games, you know, from, from that end of it. And I, I think, you know, uh, you talk about the quality of team the Dodgers are. I mean, they have the second shortest odds of any team to win the World Series. The team that is ahead of them is going to hit the most home runs in Major League history, the Atlanta Braves. And the Dodgers, you know, arguably, uh, you know, uh, might be better. You know, a lot of people would dispute that, but that's, you know, that's who they are. And, you know, the truth about it is you can say that they're a better team and they're all these things. It doesn't really matter because the only way to play with a team of this quality, to play with any playoff team of this quality, is to play intelligent baseball. The base running thing tonight is just the latest example. You talked about the airs. It's all part of it. Uh, all right. I got, I got a minute and a half here. Jared, New Bedford, you're on. Hey, so I just want to say this. Um, I was at the game tonight. It was a sea of blue. And that, that begs the question, have the fans lost faith in this team as far as a playoff run? Because I think so. You know, there was let's go Dodgers chance every five minutes. You know, it, it, you know, like I said, a sea of blue. What's going on with this team? Second, Pavetta, in there way too long. There was nobody warming in the pen. You know, we had guys on second and third, one out. What's going on here? Yeah, and Jared, appreciate your call. Uh, you know, let's go point by point here. I'm doing this rapid fire, so I, I apologize. I, I don't get a chance to expound on it. But, you know, I, the first thing is, and I, 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 we've noticed this a little bit, you know, in these first games especially. It would be interesting to see what happens the next couple of weekends. You know, one of the wonderful things that Major League Baseball did this year is they've changed the schedule. So now teams that don't get to play each other get to play each other. Um, You know, there's a reason why it's Mookie's first trip back here is because the the Dodgers and Los Angeles fans and one of the biggest fan bases in baseball haven't been here since 2019. It was July of 2019 was the last time they were there. And so, you know, remember when the Mets were in here, it was loud. And you know what the truth about it is? Yeah, there were a lot of Dodgers fans here tonight. They would have been a lot quieter if they had lost the game. And that's, I think, the reality of it. Red Sox are you know, sitting here three and a half games out at this point. From the Pavetta perspective, bullpen's a lot shorter tonight uh, because of the Kenley Jansen injury. They can't IL him, so you're in that situation. And then on top of it, you look kind of through the bullpen usage. You used on Wednesday Winkowski, Martin Whitlock, all for 25 pitches plus, which left you Bernardino, who pitched, Schreiber, who pitched, and Yovera, who you're not going to go to in a high leverage because he pitched yesterday as well. That's kind of where they were at. He really, Alex Gore really had no choice. 
but to use Nick Bavetta. He was the only guy that could give him length tonight, and obviously it didn't really work out uh, in that way. All right, I got to get out of here. That's what that music means. The good news is we got Patriots. Fitzy and Hart, Six Rings Patriots postgame show. That's coming up. That's it from Fenway Park tonight. I'm back with you tomorrow, 310 on the pre, 410 on the game. Big thanks to Taz back inside the studios, Bridget Pru as well, Doug Lane here, Cooper Boardman here as well, saying so long. Six Rings Patriots postgame show is next. This has been Red Sox Review. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.